0: Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Your host Chris here with Brandon and it's been a while since this has happened. Uh Brandon was the only one to see this movie. So Brandon's gonna I'm here to facilitate, but Brandon is gonna sit here and tell us about Super Mario's Brothers movie, uh the animated one that has Chris Pratt as Mario is sounding nothing like Mario, so one reason why I did not go. But um tell me about this film.
1: Yeah, so um Oh boy. Uh, Yeah, you gotta, it's an interesting cast. So our two leads are what? Chris Pratt as Mario and Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach who is receiving all the controversial rave right now because she's not a helpless princess who needs to be saved. Matter of fact, she's pretty much a badass who trains Mario in this film so that he can help her. Um, That storyline happens and then it It's like it doesn't happen later on in the film because so much ridiculous mess happens in this film to incorporate everything that Mario fans love about Mario. This is not a film where they were like, we are really invested in this story. This was a film where they went, how can we please Mario fans who come to the theater to watch a Super Mario Brothers film? Which doesn't necessarily even have to follow you know, the basic schematics for the makeup of a film. Like, that's not what's important here. What's important is that you're coming here, you're going to get all of the Mario stuff that you love, and we're going to keep your attention for whatever the running time is of this film. I didn't even look it up. I would assume that it's around 90 minutes. And I mean, personally, I might have dozed off like three times while watching this. Yes, yeah, 90 minutes. Okay. Not necessarily because the film is bad, but mostly because I was tired and you really don't need to be awake for the whole film to enjoy the film and get the gist of the film, right? It's a Super Mario Brothers film. They're going to include your favorite characters from the games. They're going to include things like they even do like a like a 2D scrolling scene in this film in the very beginning, which kind of shows you, okay, they're going to do some interesting stuff here. And they're gonna make Mario, like, he's gonna have agility, he's gonna be moving, da-da-da-da. So the film essentially starts off with Mario and Luigi in the real world of Brooklyn, New York. And they are plumbers. They are real plumbers. And they suck at plumbing. But, like, Mario's dream is to be a plumber. That is his dream. Even his family is like, bro, you're trying to become a plumber, like... You you are really vested in this whole I'm going to be a supreme plumber stuff. And it's just kind of laughable. They have like an Italian family dinner scene and everything like that where everybody's just kind of picking and shitting on Mario for wanting to be somebody. And I guess there's him and Luigi are supposed to be young? Like they're supposed to be teenagers or... Young adults, fresh out of school with these thick-ass mustaches. I don't really know, but that's kind of what's going on.
0: Since when does and, anybody look at Mario and go, that's a teenager? I don't,
1: Bruh, you got me, because he got like his father's at the table talking to him like a child. I don't know if it's just because he acts like a child, but everybody's treating this man like a child. His mother's treating him like a child, him and his brother being treated like children. It's, I'm like, I don't know what the age of these characters are supposed to be, but that's what's going on. So his his father kind of blames him for getting his brother Luigi, who is played by Charlie Day, uh, getting sucked into his dream of becoming a plumber for life. The opening of the film, either you're going to like what you see or you're not. For the most part, I think it's enjoyable. I think it's funny opening up the film, right? And that definitely sets the tone. So some mess goes down uh, while Mario is pursuing his dream and he gets he finds a secret, I don't know, man, underworld. <laughs> I don't know. And he gets sucked into M- Super Mario World. I don't even know what, what this world is supposed to be called, but he gets sucked into Toadland, essentially. And from there, it's just him and him and Luigi get separated. He goes to Happy Toadland. Luigi goes to hell where Bowser is. That's literally how it's depicted. A man goes to the fire, the most fiery area of this tunneling system. And it literally looks like hell. So that's where he ends up. And Mario's thing is to, you know, to find Luigi and save him. He runs into the princess who is the princess of Toadland. There's a whole backstory there because clearly she's not a toad. She's a human. But she has no real recollection of like humans or any interaction with them. And our, like her first interaction, it seems, with a human is Mario. But there's a whole story there that, you know, gets uh, expeditiously told. And then we go on about our business again. And her whole thing is that Toadland is worried about Bowser coming and destroying them, is kind of showing up with his. Uh, uh, Star Wars fleet and just destroying everything because there's another ridiculous story going on with her and Bowser that I don't even want to spoil because it's so stupid, but it works. That is kind of like creating this impending doom from him on these pathetic little toad people. And the only toad person that's worth a damn is of course toad and He's played by, I think, Keegan-Michael Key. That would make sense. So, yeah. Um, God, this is just a way for them to do Mario things. And they, they developed, a, they tried really, really hard in a very Teen tightened go way, which makes sense because of who the directors are, to make this all work. For a game that doesn't really have a story. Like maybe I'm wrong but my man Mario just be running around hitting shit with his head and getting coins and well, maybe some power-ups.
0: Well, like... Well here's my thing too. Is like, I associated a
1: story with
0: this game. Well the thing that I also get and I know they still make some of these these games but when they do things like this I always wonder who the audience is. Like are kids super into mario still?
1: I thought they I, if that was the case I would think they would do like a fortnite movie.
0: Well that's what I'm saying it's like so I'm I'm trying to figure out who the audience for this film is.
1: It's it I mean it's mario fans. It it is mario fans.
0: Okay.
1: I, that's it. It's not god. This is not going to be a I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not going to say it's not going to be a film because there's already all this rave about how good this movie is.
0: Really, I thought that, I thought it was getting. Mixed it's here.
1: getting panned by critics. Oh, it's okay. getting hailed by normal people who are who uh, want to pay to go see a Super Mario Brothers in film in theaters, right? Which makes sense because the film caters directly to that audience. This is not a film that's trying to cater to anyone else, really, but kids parents who need something to do with their kids on the weekend and Super Mario Brothers fans. That's that's what they're catering to, right? There aren't even things like what we saw in um, oh my god, I'm blanking. What was the uh, Wreck-It Ralph? Like, there's not even a thing where they incorporate other Nintendo characters into this film to kind of broaden the horizon of I guess, like, of, of caterance, if that's the word. Like, who they want to cater to. They're not trying to pull in, like, Street Fighter fans to... Which I'm not saying that's Nintendo. I know it's Capcom or whatever. But they're not even going that route with other Nintendo game characters that are extremely popular. So, like, there's not Smash Brother references or anything like that in this movie. Which is fine, but it's it's really just focused on this... Character and just the, his world. And even then, when this film ends, I, my only question was do they plan on making a sequel? Because I don't really see a space for where they left things open for a sequel. Like there's two end credit scenes, one of them isn't even like a visual scene, it's a sound, which you know what the sound, si- you know what the reference is. But it's just the sound. And it's a reference to a character that's not even in this movie. And I'm like, okay, so but is that character going to be in the next film? And if so, is there room being left open for another film? But you know how Illumination works. They're going to make like five of these if they can. This is the same group that spun Minions into a Minions spinoff film. So they don't need much. They know they're going to make their money doing these. I think the budget for this was like $100 million. And it's already at $66 million? Mm. Like, the voice acting is fine. Chris Pratt tries to do a very subtle Brooklyn-ish Italian thing. Mario, whatever. Like, there's a joke about uh, how heavy-handed the Mario accent can be in the film, but that's not really his voice throughout the whole film. It's just for that scene to make fun of the accent. From then there on, there are moments where he maintains this subtle Italian accent. And then there are moments where he completely just loses it. And it's Chris Pratt talking. It's not Mario talking at all. It's just straight up Chris Pratt.
0: You it's, know it's one of the things that started it's one of the things that started pulling me out of certain things. It's like he never should have been cast for this.
1: I just don't. I think Charlie Day would have been, and it's it's so weird that they got Charlie Day and Jack Black right. and Keith and Michael Key in this film, and they're all the side care. I mean, like
0: that—that's like those are those are big name, bigger name actors who you know is like, oh, that person can do the voice work, right? Chris Pratt is not somebody I go, yeah, that that that's a voice that's that's a voice actor. He can do that, he can pull this off, like. I, I don't see that from him. Like that was the thing, even during the, the the trailer. I was saying Jack Black is like literally like carrying the load here, just because like he's he's going all in. Whereas then you pop up with Chris Pratt, and you're just like, that's just Chris Pratt looking like Mario, and that's weird.
1: For me, it's like, and I honestly think Anya Taylor Thomas does a better job as Princess Peach. Then Chris Pratt does as the main character as Mario, and the biggest character on the poster for this film is Bowser, and that is not by accident because Jack Black does actually carry this film in in, in all of his scenes as Bowser. It, it's that motherfucker's phenomenal. Okay, he does some shit, and I'm not gonna spoil it, but he does something in this film. That I don't think they, sh- I only saw one trailer that I don't think they ever showed in a trailer, which means this film has some, has one of the smartest trailer cuts than most other films that want to spoil every damn thing in the fucking trailer. He has like three or four scenes in this film where he does something that is so out of character for what Bowser is in the video game. Like there is no association at all with this shit and the video game version of Bowser. However, from here going forward in Mario games, it needs to be included because it's fucking hilarious, and it's something that Jack Black does regularly now. In life. So the fact that he he came onto this and was like, I don't know if this was his idea or the or Fogle and the director's idea, or was it like culmination of all of them working together? But whoever came up with it is a genius because it ultimately saves. Moments in this film that run kind of dry, like they'll like something will be happening with Mario and Princess Peach. It's like okay, I'm kind of like getting tired actually of even listening to them talk and do stuff because it's like eh, it's okay. And then they cut to Bowser, and he does his thing and it's great. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong, is fine. Like that scene is funny. Um, you know him and he has to him and Mario have to battle it out for him. Um. For, for them to kind of team up, but there has to be a contest thing first. And essentially it is Seth Rogen being an asshole, which, which is funny. So that works. And then he's with them through the rest of the film. Um, it's kind of one note, but it's a children's film. It's, it's just kind of, I'm just kind of nitpicking at that point. When I, when I point that out, Keegan-Michael Key as Toady is great. He is just a sidekick character. That is the complete opposite of all the other toads. He's like, he's brave. He wants to be an adventurous. He's hanging with the princess. He's like her knight in shining armor. He wants to save her and do all this stuff. But he he's also kind of like useless to her. But he's that side character that makes the film more fun because he just does silly things while on this adventure that, with with them. That is entertaining so even he works as the side character. I don't know who who does Bowser's like uh uh I don't know what you would call it his wizard person or whatever. I don't I don't know what that character is supposed to be. I'm sorry Mario fans. I don't care about your feelings though either. That character is also interesting. I don't know who voiced him. Luigi's story is just kind of They got Charlie Day as Luigi. Charlie Day is funny. Charlie Day can do voice acting. He might have been wasted as Luigi here. Because I think he could have contributed a lot more to this film. It probably would have made more sense to make him Mario. And to make Chris Pratt Luigi. Because a lot of the scenes with Luigi, once what happens to him happens to him and Mario has to save him, it's the other characters around him that are funnier than he is. And again, I'm not going to spoil things, but there are side characters in here that make the film much more enjoyable than it probably would have been if you'd have just focused on the characters you see on the post. So, and I think that's, you know, like, that's credit due to, to Fogel and the directors. They're really good at having, I'm surprised the story here isn't better. Because when t- with Teen Titans and even Teen Titans Go, literally every episode is a good story. It's just that Teen Titans Go is much sillier and funnier, but they still have stories. This the story here is is kind of like I don't know, a monkey throwing darts at the wall blindfolded backward. I don't, I just it's just like they're doing a bunch of stuff, and in the end, it's all it's supposed to all be about them fighting Bowser who has one goal and one plan. It's not bad. I just understand why critics weren't impressed. We've seen better animated films with storyline. We just, we see them every year. So, you know, like, if you're going to compare this to, like, a film like Red, which is a, a very funny film, and it's a cute film, and it's a beautiful film, but it also touches touches on some serious subject matters, metaphorically and this film is not something that they care to incorporate that with they just wanted y'all to be able to watch a Super Mario Brothers film see all your favorite stuff and have fun while watching it but it's mid tier as hell it's going to make it's money but it's not memorable once you finish watching once you walk in the theater it really isn't memorable I don't these people raving about how great it is (laughs) That really is just some well, y'all, yeah. y'all all the Mario game ass because it's not that memorable. It's not that damn great. It's fun and it's entertaining, but what, let's not overdo
0: what, it. What would you give it out of ten?
1: Shit, I'll give it. I'll give it a seven out of ten just because it shouldn't work at all as a movie. We've seen this shit done before with a live action version, which was stupid as hell. Um, and terrible. It's still one of the most terrible films ever in yeah. cinematic history. Um, but this film is more in tune with the Mario Brothers series, the games, the things people love about the games, and they made it. Man, if this film didn't have Jack Jack Black as Bowser, this shit would be a two. But because he is in it, and he's hilarious, and he's so good in his scene, and because even what they did with Princess Peach, is was enjoyable and Anya held that down, and then the side characters, Chris Pratt isn't terrible in it, but I'm really tired of us casting him to do voice work for characters. Like we had one Lego movie that was dope, and then the second one was, and eh, y'all immediately cast him for this. I don't understand why exactly. Like if you want to see him shooting dinosaurs or wrestling fucking velociraptors on screen, after I didn't didn't put him in that, but he don't really need to be carrying voice acting for these films, man. It this film would be, he'd be better as Mario if he were Andy from Parks and Recreation doing Mario. And quite honestly, a lot of Chris Pratt shit would be better if he were Andy doing it instead of Chris Pratt doing it. Even Guardians of the Galaxy. And that may just be because I'm i am like over Chris Pratt because he's the worst Chris, but honestly, if he was Andy as everything, it, those things would be so much better.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not sure why they cast him in this. I again it was one of the things I saw that I was like, I'm not wasting my time coming to see that. I know I'm not gonna just it just did nothing for me. So between that and I kind of feared there'd be a bunch of kids at the screener, so I was like, mm, I'm good.
1: No, it was just us actually. Oh, um, really? it was just
0: it was just press. Oh. It, was,
1: it was just press. It was only like four people oh. at our screen. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um
1: I'm curious at who else they asked. To voice Mario, or did they just go straight to Chris Pratt?
0: They probably went straight to Chris Pratt.
1: Well, what is this I'm reading? Someone says voice actor Carrie Payton, who I don't know who that is, described Pratt's voice as a cousin to the Sopranos.
0: All right, I'm gonna, I'm a, yeah, I don't got that. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna just end it right there. Nope. Hold on, hold on, hold
1: on, because Tara Strong, now in Tara about that life. Tara criticized Pratt's casting and expressed a preference for Martinette to voice Mario. So, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. Tara Tara was like, "Why are we casting him when we got a better person version?"
0: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense.
1: But it's because he's Chris Pratt and because it's lazy casting. Yeah, so. You oh, that's where a lot of your budget so, is going,
0: right? And he's gonna make a bunch, a bunch of money, and then he's gonna keep doing these films and he keep being terrible. Right. So, yep. So. At least
1: he's again. At least he's not terrible, but he's also yeah. not trying. He's what? Also not trying. He is trying in this, and that's the that's what I think. That's what makes it suck more. He mm. is trying, but he also like forgets to keep trying at moments. Like when he gets too excited, he goes he goes back to Chris Pratt. It I don't, um, know. I don't know. I don't know. There you guys <laughs>
0: have it. That is the review for the Super Mario's Brother uh, movie, animated. So I guess if you want to go see it, go see it. I guess so. Anyway, we got more reviews coming on movie trailer reviews. Uh, search for us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. Go to mtrnumber.net. Um, yeah, we'll have some more. Uh, we have a couple other movies coming up in a couple weeks that we hopefully get all of us on to talk about so again very thank you guys very much for listening until next time we're out of here peace